Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. St. Patrick, pray for us. Brother Kelly here with Spirit and Swagger. Usually I would ask, hey, how's it going? But how it's going for me doesn't include much of the swagger today, so it didn't seem like the right way to introduce. The swagger is not with me, if you will, because a friend is suffering, and it's not my place to tell their story at all, but I'm down today for their sake. But something good can be done with that. If this swagger is not appropriate, then we lean more into the spirit. I want to focus on something that comes up rather often in my life as a priest, and that is the funeral. Funerals often have sorrow for them, and we don't often know how to deal with that sorrow. And very often, this sorrow, or the answer to that question is, we just do. We are present to the situation. But on that presence, one thing that I'm sure Brother Priest encounter as well, is that people come to a Catholic funeral, come to a Catholic priest, ask for a Catholic funeral, and the Catholic funeral rites are very beautiful, honestly. If there's anything that's going to uh, soothe you in a proper spiritual and non-superficial way, it's the Catholic funeral rites. They're incredibly beautiful. But what happens so often is that suffering people come to us wanting the funeral, and, and understandably so, and we offer the funeral to the best of our ability. We offer what the church gives us, but people approach it in a way that it doesn't do them or even the deceased as much good as it ought, as much good as is possible. And we, the ministers, are often left disappointed for those who have come to us because we tried to give them good things and they only wanted superficial things. Now, I don't accuse anyone of malice about this. If people realize they wouldn't do they wouldn't do it this way. Um, but I think what I want to say is given what I want to do is give encouragement for those if you find yourself planning, going to, having some part in, especially a Catholic funeral, be attentive to what is really going on there. So often people come to a funeral, especially funeral planning, with, we might say, a commercial mentality. Well, we're going to um, go through a process and, uh, Father, if you will do this service for us, you know, in like a, in like a restaurant, like, here we will give you a, a stipend for it. Uh, you do this. Thank you very much. We'll have a nice day. And it ends up being not as good as it could be. Those who could receive more consolation from it go away, maybe more or less as they were before, because they didn't give a chance to enter into it in an authentic mode of faith. Rather, it was a, well, Grandma wants a funeral, so I guess we'll do a funeral. And maybe that's where we start, but there's so much more on offer. There's so much opportunity to pray for the repose of the soul of the deceased. We don't canonize them automatically. In fact, to, uh, to only speak of, well, this, there, in heaven now, very often that, you know, of course, if they die a martyr's death or if they, uh, you know, receive the sacrament of the church at the last moment and 
pretty sure we didn't they didn't commit any sins since their sins were last forgiven. Well, we can maybe talk pretty confidently that they will at least soon be received into God's kingdom. But very often there is a facade of misplaced optimism about the repose of soul of the deceased. We automatically presume that, well, they died and they vaguely believed in Jesus, maybe, so therefore they're in heaven now. But actually that deprives us of what our real sentiments is. We know deep down that it's not that simple. And so my insistence, if I do have some swagger today, is that we lean on what the church has given us and approach it authentically. This is true for any case of suffering. Uh, So often, religion is used just as a happy thing. Or even, if we use it in times of sadness, it's used only as a superficial functionality. Like, like in the same way that one, if you're feeling bad, might go have some chocolate ice cream. Like, well, let me do some prayers, and then I'll feel better. And, okay, it can have that effect. If you are in mourning, if you are in sorrow, praying a rosary or opening the Bible or going to Mass can be a good thing. But that's still, from that mentality, only a superficial engagement with what's going on. God wants to give us something more. In difficult times, he wants to actually heal us. He wants to turn sins into good graces. He wants to turn things around and do even better before, do even better later than we had before. That's the next level. Just to approach a funeral or any other prayers um, as a mere practical functionality of, oh, well, if I do this, I'll feel better. Or, well, it's what grandma wanted, or it's the thing that as a Catholic I feel obliged to do. Maybe that's where we start, but there's so much more to it. If we actually engage with the prayers, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We glorify God. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Lord, turn turn my soul towards what it is that you need me to do. On earth as it is in heaven. Lord, make your heaven come down to earth. And really mean it. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. Lord, provide us for what we need. We need you. In our heart, we know that we can't do it ourselves and that we are sinners. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We recognize that there is evil in this world and that we are helpless against it without God. We can do some practical things, but when it comes to overcoming the power of evil, we need the true power of good that comes from God. I am in sorrow for my friend today. And I talked for a while about it, and not here, another context, and it occurred to me, I haven't prayed yet. It's one thing to give sage advice and to say wise words, but it's a whole other thing to actually, honestly, in need of the Lord, turn to prayer. I almost forgot to do that. Even the priest almost forgot to do that. But, thanks be to God, eventually I did remember to turn to prayer. And by no means did it fix everything right away or make me feel totally better. But obviously, it was a different and the right thing to do. I could have gone talking all day about, you know, dispensing wisdom. Dispensing, you know, 
what I thought was wise advice. But to stop, pray, and give it to God, that made all the difference in a way different than any other practical decision-making could do. In whatever situations we find ourselves, in times of sadness, even in times of joy, let us be conscious and intentional to not just do superficial things, to not just check a box, to not just have a commercial exchange mentality about prayer and things of the church, but to engage in them deeply and authentically. And from there, expect true healing, true grace, true conversion. Expect, expect God to turn bad things into even better things. Where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. Where there is suffering, where there is the cross, it leads to the resurrection. Come, Holy Spirit. If you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe and share this podcast with others. Thank you, and see you later.